What do you want, sweetie? For podcasts to be free. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of Real Bad Takes. I'm Peter. Is with me always are Dave and Andrew. Yo. What's up? And uh, that was a quote from the creator, which I'm just realizing now is supposed to be given by a child. So yes. I don't know if my <laughs> voice while being slightly sick is exactly the... It's great. It works. Okay. Well, uh, welcome back. Uh, sorry for taking a couple of weeks off. We had some weird kind of recording stuff where I was out of town and then really tired. And then Andrew just started his master's classes. So that's kind of shuffled up. out of town, technically. And, and you were also out of town. Yeah. Shout out Andrew's parents for taking up a lot of his time. Yep. Uh, they won't listen. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just uh, send them and be like, you should listen to this one. Okay, sure. cool. cool. Yeah, just call them out. Anyway, so yeah, we, we've been kind of, our recording schedule has kind of been shuffled a bit. And so we'll be talking about the creator on this podcast. It will not be particularly long just because we're going to save a lot of our breath for the avalanche of really great movies that are coming out in the next couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, I believe. The uh, next one being. Killers of the Flower Moon comes out a week yeah, from yeah. tomorrow. Yep. I yep. believe. Is, That's so we're seeing it. Yeah. We'll be seeing that a week from tomorrow. We're going to clear out. You know, it might be a two and a half hour pod, maybe. It's a three and a half hour movie, so yeah. can't wait to talk about it. I'm going to be revisiting sort of Scorsese in order to be in the right headspace. Are you going to try it. to watch all his movies? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. I'll be rewatching Goodfellas and The Departed, and, and then maybe The Irishman. Maybe The Irishman. Maybe. We just watched that a couple months ago. Ah, you got to rewatch it. Yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, got to rewatch it's, it. It's, it's it's good. I I've, but it's I've, just longer Goodfellas. Uh, no, but it's like here. Let's unpack Goodfellas. No, a little but it's bit like more. it's no. like the, it's like the. This is what you said after we watched it. You said it's like Goodfellas if they had a chance to grow up and regret what that, they did. Yeah, it's exactly what I meant. Yeah. So I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what I want. I want to watch Goodfellas, Uh-oh. then I want to watch The Irishman after that. I feel like that'd be a cool kind of pairing. Anyway, uh, that's not the podcast that we're doing right now. We're going to be talking about the creator. <laughs> what? It can be. I mean, I'd love to do that, um, but we promise that we try to keep this short. So we'll be talking about the you creator. Promised. The new film from uh, from Gareth Edwards. Uh, are we going to do a cut here in order to for you to insert the trailer or no? The trailer cut is here. Did you locate the weapon? Yeah, it's just a key. Are you going to heaven? No. You got to be a good person to go to heaven. So we're the same. We can't go to heaven because you're not good. So, the creator, the new film from from Gareth Edwards, starring John David Washington, Washington, Gemma Chan, uh, Ken Watanabe, Allison Janney is also in this movie. Uh, Sci-fi epic that uh, was pretty, I think, was heavily anticipated, especially for the combination of its kind of stylized visual effects and the fact it wasn't made for a ton of money. So it was a, it looked like a big budget movie, but it wasn't made with a big budget. And so, and Gareth Edwards, obviously, the famed director of Rogue One, which was unanimously, I think, our number two or number three Star Wars movie ever made. Uh, yeah. I don't remember exactly. I kind of blacked that yeah. whole podcast out. He um, also made Godzilla, Godzilla and Monsters. I haven't watched Monsters uh, being Monsters. the sequel to Godzilla. No, no, no I think believe it's Godzilla King of Monsters. Yeah, um, I just didn't know if that's what you meant. No, Monsters is a is his first movie. I oh, think, never never mind. Gotcha. So that's a gotcha. I was wrong. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, he's made he made this film. Um, I think Dave and I were very excited about it. Yeah, we were looking forward to it a lot. Uh, Andrew, not as much. I mean, I think this movie's time has come and passed. Like it, we can get into it later as we talk about it. But it just felt like I knew what was gonna happen in the trailer. Not gonna happen like all the plot points, but like I know what this is gonna be about. I don't. 
you've seen it before. Yeah. 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 It just felt like, and like, definitely don't get me wrong. Visuals were super cool. Yeah. John David Washington had the most rounded out performance I've ever seen from the guy, which was cool. Um, never yeah, seen him cry. He was Black Klansman. Oh yeah. I think that's his last great, good movie that he was like, no. last movie he was good in. No. And that's it. No, <laughs> I agree. He's I've great in Tenet. One. He's great in Tenet because he plays his Tenet strengths. No one knows. Look, I'm not going to monologue about Tenet. <laughs> Can't hear his dialogue. Can't hear his dialogue at all. Well, that's true for every Nolan movie. Until no, but, es- but especially in that Tenet. movie. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. Cannot hear the da- dialogue. That's why you got to watch the subtitles. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, I think there was definitely some good parts about it, like the acting, the visuals and stuff like that. Were, but it just felt like something that was... I don't know. Like, because I knew that the guy directed Rogue One, it kind of played out pretty similarly in some ways and, like, felt like he didn't do much different with something that could have been very different. Also felt like it was a sort of Jamba Juice of different sci-fi, yeah. uh, cyberpunk-ish. Totally. Not cyberpunk. I mean, like, uh, post-apocalyptic or, like, you know, sure. that whole thing. Yeah. Felt very much like a Frankenstein's monster of the mm. most popular sci-fi fantasy in the past decade and a half. Hmm. I mean, like, I would agree. Like, if you, like, were very critical on this movie, which I am not, you can say that this movie is derivative to the point where it's boring. I don't think so. I think this movie takes a lot of homages from different movies, which it, and kind of, I don't know about makes it better, but, like, makes it very touching and emotional and it hits all the right points and it's exactly what I wanted. Um, so, like, one clear movie with the whole AI and having sentience is, like, uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that. Uh, and yeah. I didn't really like Blade Runner. I like But Blade I, Runner. I've always thought, like, the kind of, like, oh, is Harrison Ford, uh, what is the word? Uh, uh, replicant. Yeah, replicant. Is Harrison Ford a replicant? Or, like, these replicants dream. Or, like, they don't know that they're replicants until they, like, have to find out become on their they, own. Before they become self-aware. Yeah. yeah. Which is See, really interesting. And I, I yeah, felt like I agree. This movie was cool. I think I don't really... Even though something I picked out about it was the like the felt kind of derivative. That's not even what I dislike most about the movie. What I dislike most about the movie was kind of like the. It's it's funny because it, it wasn't paced poorly, but it's almost like the the like plot wise, but character wise it was kind of paced poorly. Like oh here's this new character, they're dead. Here's a new character, they're dead. Here's a new character, oh uh, they're dead. Uh, they come back for five seconds, then they're dead again. Yeah. Here's a new character, they're dead. Kind of and that that felt a little bit like okay. Okay. And so the mo- the scene I'm thinking of that like most explains this is like the ice we're cream. We're spoiling thing. this movie, by the way. Yeah, we're yeah. spoilers. Yeah, well, I mean, I was just going to say the ice cream delivery, which is not a huge spoiler. No, but yeah, like that scene kind of encompassed like, oh, who is this character? Oh, they're dead. It doesn't matter anymore. And like we say, but John David Washington's still very sad. So we're feeling sad for him. We're kind of sure why. And we're definitely more sure with other characters. But it just feels very like choppy. Sure. But I don't need, like, it wasn't, yeah. So I think my understanding of this was this was an interesting because I was obviously very excited as was Dave. I was going in really really anticipating this movie, particularly because the beauty that is Rogue One is that it is an incredibly beautifully like visually beautiful film with like really cool just like some of the incredible stuff that they like the visuals on Scarif especially it's just like mm-hmm. awesome. At the same time, it's also got a really incredible script and really incredible story. Uh, mm-hmm. If you know anything about the development of Rogue One, the most of the visual stuff is Gareth Edwards, who is the director. Yeah. Most of the plotting and story is done by Tony Gilroy, mm-hmm. screenwriter, 
who is now directing Andor, uh, or show running Andor, which again, Andor rules. So I was not entirely expecting like a plot on the level of Rogue One because I didn't really put that at Gareth Edwards' feet in the first place. So I was just expecting really cool visuals and really cool science fiction, not really caring a ton about like originality with the plot. Although I there it did I think that the plot definitely took a turn that I was not expecting from the like kind of the conclusion of the film was not at all what I was expecting when I was kind of watching the trailers and everything. So I thought that was good that there were still some things that caught me off guard. Um, but at the same time, uh, like this movie did things with visual effects that I've never seen. Like how human the robots looked mm -hmm. where they're like robot priests and stuff. And they just were like really just felt like this world felt really lived in where mm -hmm. yeah. a lot of the like, the, the, the ways that like humans can get scanned and you know kind of you know their likeness can live on for for a long time the kind of the overall reaction to by humans to you know a nuke going off in LA like how would they respond and it's like it almost turned into like a weird like Vietnam movie kind of halfway through or yeah. kind of like the first third is almost like a weird Vietnam movie oh very, yeah. I'd say more than that like, yeah it's probably it's, it's like 80 percent yeah 90 percent like that's another movie that like, which is avatar. Let's be clear. Well, like I would say, like this movie more uh, homages to uh, Apocalypse Now, which is the Vietnam movie. That yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, what's yeah. kind of going for, rather than um, Avatar. I, yeah. So, but like, but yeah, Avatar. But it does have a lot of the same beats, though. You feel like, it. You home see. tree versus like this is tech. That was nature. Like it feels very similar to me. I think, and that's what I was gonna say. Like I don't think, I do agree that the world feels very lived in. I don't think that that's something I've never seen before. I felt like Blade Runner felt pretty lived in, like a very fleshed no, out. No, 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 world. totally, 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 totally. I just mean more of like not like the first time that the world felt lived in, but the world felt like I felt the world building was really w well done, yeah. and at the same time the visual effects were just like on a whole nother level. It's like I've never seen that before. Like I've watched a lot of science fiction that looks the best, like the whatever the big spaceship. Thing. Really, you think the, this movie looked better than Dune? I look, I think it looked as good as Dune. Oh. Yeah. How long has it been since you've seen Dune? I, I, I last time I saw it was in theaters. No, but like okay. also like you have to put no, the I think fact. Well, yeah. Like one, it looked very real. Yeah. And also the, the the way they filmed it, it's kind of fuzzy. Like it's like old cameras. Yeah. And it made everything look realist, more yeah. realistic. Well, Dune is just clear cut digital. Yeah. Uh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. like very yeah. good special. And there effects. isn't like. There isn't a ton of tech in Dune. That's kind of the whole point because the Butlerian, well, yeah. but, uh, Butlerian Jihad. Butler, Butlerian Jihad. Yeah. What you're about to say, though, I thought was that it was a very low budget movie. So I think compared, like, yeah. the overall quality of the visuals versus the yeah. budget that they had definitely blows you well, away. Yeah. But it's not nothing I haven't seen before. I, yeah. I was not particularly, like, blown away. I was very impressed. I wouldn't say I was blown away by any of the visuals, really. Even with the robots, like, the 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 robots, the, the non-humanoid, like, not the ones without the faces... That were just like hanging out, like the ringing the bell, or like when they were just like they had like yeah, hanging cool out vibe. in the hammocks, that was a cool vibe. like they were like getting high and like yeah. hanging out in hammocks. I was like, I couldn't doing stop it. It thinking real. of the recent YouTube series Skibbity Toilet. Yeah, that was my review. <laughs> have you seen? Do you know about this? I'm not really on the internet. So, so there's no. a there's a there's a there's a 
race? There's a there's type two of races. There's three because there's the cameras oh. and then there's the speaker people. Oh yeah, there's this cameras, this, this camera people, speaker <laughs> we're really, people. We're really taking time with the podcast. Yes, and the TV yes. people. There are and then they're 80 fighting episodes and they're fighting yep. the skibidi toilets. <laughs> so anyway, the camera people look remarkably similar <laughs> to the uh, robots without faces in the creator. <laughs> so every scene where I was like, on the one hand, that is really cool. On the other hand. Skibbity toilet. <laughs> and so that kind of took me out of it, which is nothing to this movie's deficit. That is all my problem. <laughs> I'll say it. I felt the same thing. Very cool. <laughs> I did really enjoy the like subculture that was the first generation, I'm assuming that's what the differentiation was between faces and not. Yeah, that was sick. Was yeah. the first generation of robots, which is yeah. cool. Which is cool. And I think that like it took like you're you're right about about the whole I think you were gonna say that Dune was a much more high budget movie yeah. than this. Yeah. Also Dune's not an original story. Like Dune, that was an adaptation true, from a true. book and a movie that had already been done before. Yeah. Like they were like, you know. But I meant it was just like with visuals. No, no, I know. But like that's, I think also we have to like, this is not something that was described and he's putting what he visualized on a screen. This is all like original, an original sci-fi story that looks this good and is like seem, feels that much lived in. I think is a huge accomplishment. Like I think that's not something that we should be like. Oh, this comes out all the time because frankly, a lot of the movies that come out now do not look anywhere close to this good. Like except for like Dune, like name like the visual effects and stuff. Avatar, like, but like Avatar. that's also like okay, yeah, but like those are one or two. In yeah, like the yeah. past six. The years. fact that this movie and that like made like cost like a billion dollars to yeah. make. So the fact that this movie looks just as good as those two movies, yeah. which were I would I would say that it doesn't look as good as either of the two. But I think it's impress. I'm not taking away from how impressive it is. Whoa. that it is such a low budget movie. And it comes out with really, really good visuals. I'm not saying any any ding on the visuals of the creator. I'm just saying I don't think they look as good as either Dune or Avatar. What, really? Like even yeah. like the camera work and the shots that like like are on the screen yeah. are just like beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. And it's like took my seamless, breath away. Yeah, it's yeah. seamless my with away. the special I would, effects. I would say Dune does that better. I would say every shot in Dune is a candidate for best shot in a movie that's not Dune. Like it's a movie comprised of best shot candidates. It, it is. is. It is. But again, yeah, like, but it's. But, but like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. I'm not yeah. trying to take away from how I was very impressed by the creators' yeah. visuals. I just don't think we should be putting it on the podium with those three. It's very effective and it's very impressive how low budget versus the product. And that's. I'm, but it's also we have to give credit to the director, where like Gareth Edwards is by no means uh, Villeneuve nor no, Cameron. Correct. Correct. So like the fact that he's able to do this and look close to as good, maybe not quite as good, but yeah. close to as good on a much lesser budget and as a much, you know, critically lesser director. Yeah. I think this is a huge accomplishment and it's not really, I don't know, I don't think it's been particularly successful at the box office. It hasn't. No. Um, Which it needs to do better. Cause I, if, yeah. It needs to do better. If we, if it's like, whether you liked it or not, if it doesn't do well, we're not going to get independent, like, yeah. high budget films. That's like true, but it, it, it is... Not independent, like original, sorry. Yeah, it yeah. is distributed by Disney and I... I could foresee this having a good run on streaming where people are just going to throw oh, it on. for sure. For yeah. Sure. And just like, obviously you will lose a bit of the visual effects, but like you could throw this on and it'd be awesome. Yeah. Like I'll probably, I'll probably on it at some point in my, cause it's just like some of those, some of those shots and stuff and some, some of the combat scenes and oh, great. just yeah. so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, we haven't really talked about the plot. No, necessarily. We can, we can get into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that like, the reason I don't I think there's a reason we haven't talked about the plot. The plot is not particularly like it's basically like kind of like Mandalorian or like yeah, it's, Last of Us. Yeah, it's the plot also plays I think still a lot like Avatar. Where's the little kid in Avatar? No, but it's like the becomes part of the race. Like 
He doesn't become part of the no, race. No, not like symbolically he does. And so like, I think there's that where like yeah, it, it, there's a there's that like switch. Like he switches sides. Yeah, okay. like pretty clearly. And there's that that in Avatar, and there's the very important geographical location, home tree versus the big. Yeah, spaceship. but isn't that just like a like a long time ago where like a guy sees the problem with his own society, so he's super sides. common. It's not just Avatar. Yeah, sure, but I think the uh, the idiosyncrasies of this movie and the differences were not pronounced enough to not be super, see, not but feel I, super see, similar. See, Avatar. but I think that the differences is that Avatar, in doing that was kind of a faux environmentalist kind of type thing where it was like, hey, we should protect the environment against yeah. industri- you know, yeah. the military-industrial complex. Yeah. On the flip side, the interesting point about this is that we should align with the machines against mankind. Which or is least- kind of kind of wild. More, it was also like... it's like It should have been released like a year or two ago and not now. It was I also mean, heavy yeah. heated with its like commentary on immigration and stuff like that. like And it's a treatment of refugees, what? I think. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Refugees? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, okay, so we talked about this on the way home from the movie, like defining terrorism, like international politics. Oh, like, oh okay. It's definitely oh, very much yeah. a commentary on all of that. And also, I think, like, it's, I, it's definitely both. I did not pick up on that at all during the movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, like, we did talk about, like, how it kind of was like, oh, is this, like, kind of promoting terrorism? Um, which is, I we ended up saying, like, it's not really terrorism. No, it's not. Um, because at the end, um, he kind of destroys the mothership. I don't forgot what it's called. Nomad. He destroys yes. Nomad, which is the big nuke type. But I think scary, scary. Because um, the because the robots are so humanoid, it definitely ha- inherently has like a human rights commentary to it. I no, think. but yeah, I, but, yeah, but that's but that's the interesting bit. Is not necessarily that it's a human rights point. It's like does there is there a situation where a computer could eventually have rights? Yeah. Or like artificial yeah. intelligence could eventually have rights. And I think Gareth Edwards very clearly says yes. It, there could be a point where it can. Yeah. And yeah. that's not something that I think anyone in the world right now is comfortable with no. saying absolutely yes. Except for um, uh, FTX guy. He's comfortable with it, right? Penguin Freed? Yeah. Well, he's got to be comfortable in yeah. a jail cell because he's, he's going to be for a that. long time. Yeah. I mean, like, like it's like it's also kind of saying, like, oh, AI is more human than the humans are in that movie. Like, it's it's talking about like And he goes AI. a little bit over the top in showing that. He does. Which is, yeah. which is hard to tease out when you don't really explain, like, much of how they work. I and think, so, oh, you missed that part in the beginning. Yep. No, I got there for the whole... It started with, like, the um, propaganda clip, the propaganda-style, like, No, there's a... You missed, like, t- uh, five, ten minutes of it. In the beginning. Yeah, because oh, really? okay. it starts with, like, a, oh... Here's a robot helping... Yeah, person. it's supposed to be like they're helping around the house, they're whatever. And then, no, I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, but I'm saying what I'm saying is it doesn't explain how they work with that whole point of emotions and having more emotions and like being more in touch with their humanity than humans are. It doesn't really tease out like why that switch happened or how or like. Well, it's 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 more that they are always they were always supposed to serve humans, and so kind of the idea is is that once humans perceive them as a threat. They started killing them, even though they posed no threat, because they were always supposed to serve humans. So, like, that's why they're. So then, do they not have a capacity to harm humans? No, they do. They just don't. Well, so they, then... they just choose not to because they're like. That's why they're constantly caring for. That's why they are constantly showing them caring for orphans or caring for widows. No, I get yeah. that, but I'm. But like, it doesn't really. It I also doesn't... don't think that it's, it's that important. I yeah, I don't think it's like super. I don't like. I never wondered about that during the movie. Yeah, it's, I would have I appreciated like one less action scene where another character is introduced and then dies, and one more like, here's why they because th- like it's very clear that they the the humans are 
very like misinformed about the reality of who robots are. Yeah. But it doesn't, it like says that and it doesn't really explain much of that. Yeah. It just kind of shows it, which is fine. Yeah. But like, I think it would have been interesting to hear more about it. And I'm always going to want like more world building. So this is not necessarily a fault of the movie. I yeah. just think it would have been really interesting. Yeah. I I mean, from the beginning, I think the the, the movie on, like, on purpose and I think it does it like wisely kind of yada yada is that whole point because that's not yeah. the point yeah. of the movie yeah like it's not trying to argue like it's not trying to world build and it's not gonna i don't think well, i think I, it is and i hope there's not parts. gonna be there's not gonna be a sequel but it's not trying to i don't think so world. i think he's very he's been in the interviews i've read about it yeah he's been very clear that this is like a one yeah which well is if it makes enough money awesome. for a sequel we won't we might not even have to have that conversation i don't think it'll make, make enough, enough money for a yeah. sequel but like I even then I don't think that this story would sure. have a sequel. Maybe he would have a different story in that world, but I don't think that there would be no. more. Although I thought I was like, shoot, I would like to learn more about this. But it's also I think you're right that it's like it's not a book. You know, I don't need every little bit of history you know told to me. I can fill in the blanks and yeah. just kind of enjoy it. Um, that's why I like that's why I like books. You know, yeah. yeah. So I can I can have those blanks filled in. So. But, yeah. Yeah, so basically the plot. <laughs> oh, we even got a book. Can, yeah. can we take a break and then we'll talk about the plot? Okay. And we're back. Uh, Dave, would you like to give us a, uh, since I interrupted you to take a break, would you like to give us a summary of the plot? The plot. Yes. Um, is basically uh, John David Washington plays an ex-soldier uh, who was uh, undercover in the enemy lines to find who the creator is, uh, which is basically a human who has created all the AI robots fighting against the Americans. And they are based off of Asia or what they call the country is now new Asia. Um, anyways. Yeah. And so then he falls in love with the creator's daughter. Um, and they have a child together and all of a sudden he gets, uh, they get ambushed by the nomad and the Americans and he's kind of stripped away and she dies or she seemingly dies, um, there. And then he is several years have passed and he gets um, recruited again by the U.S. government saying that um, there is a new weapon that the AIs have that he needs to get rid of. And um, his wife still might be there. She might be alive. Woo. Um, And he gets there and he uh, sees that the weapon is a child or a robot child. Um, And it's then becomes kind of a mama bear, baby bear story where he's kind of off protecting this child because he thinks the child knows where his uh, his wife is and it turns out the kid is the robot child is actually his kid whoa Re- what kind of remade um and that his wife was a creator because the creator died many years before that or she whatever. had like learned all the skills from the creator from, yeah I think. from the yeah. father while she was growing up probably yeah. so uh, that yeah and then it ends with him realizing that the bad guys are the americans and then him destroying the nomad which is a giant nuke type thing um or like yeah the child also has special powers the child yeah. has special powers where he can turn off and turn on any um as with most electricity. ai in movies <laughs> yeah electricity i mean it's the most it's the one that works uh, it, uh, i i always so that reminded me a lot did, of of Akira. I don't know if you guys know that movie. I have no. not. I um, saw it in Letterboxd that it was like very similar though. Yeah, yeah, Akira is basically this Japanese film where there's li- there's little kids who can um uh t- has telekinesis powers. Mm-hmm. When I saw that this is going to be about an AI who could like control electric like electricity and like oh. whatever, it definitely handled that idea the most tastefully it could because I, but I will still never love the trope where like, oh, it just knows how. Like well, it's probably it, taught what it, it gets was. abused. It gets abused in like 
thrillers or like horror movies. I'm thinking specifically of uh, Megan, where it's like <laughs> when this and Megan was great. I don't know. Well, this happens a lot though, right? Where like <laughs> this happens a lot where um, in a lot of like horror thriller types, as these like either paranormal or like AI or whatever they are grow in power, they suddenly are able to like hack the mainframe and like turn off all the lights and like that just always has irked me. And so when I heard about this, I think this definitely like handled that idea the most tastefully it could have. Also, like, it had this, like, a prayer thing when it turns off things, which I thought it was there were There were some, like, heavy religious undertones, which was really, really interesting. Well, yeah, and they had, like, the robot monks and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was here for all of that. Yeah, yeah if, that was if really just, just do more of that kind of stuff, I'm in. That kind of mystical kind of, like, how does, it, like, this feel so, like... They yeah. definitely handled that better than they did, like, the military spec op stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. from the beginning, when John David Washington goes, stop, I'm undercover, I was like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the military people yeah. weren't that. No, nah, that was pretty God. generic military yeah. people. But yeah. again, when I saw the robots had monks, I was... I mean, yeah. I mean, this was, like, a great... I think a great 80s movie that, like, oh, yeah. it's all... But with, like, twenty, like with like with some of the best visuals. Yeah. Like, up, yeah. super updated visuals. Like it. It's like some made... Because you're right that it was very similar to Blade Runner, but it's like, what if Blade Runner was made today? Yeah. And wasn't... White is, I think I like. Did you like Blade Runner or this movie more? I think you like Blade I Runner. I like this movie a lot more. I didn't really like. I thought Blade Runner. I actually was probably. Fine. I might have liked Blade Runner a little better. I, I thought, need. I want to watch the sequel though because, yeah. like you mentioned, what if Blade Runner was made in this? Yeah, well, we have that movie. Point. We haven't seen it yet. That's a fair point. We We're going to soon. It. Yeah. Although I think that that made some creative choices that I think differ with the book, and so I'll be probably frustrated. That's by probably that. true. I think it's more in line with the final cut of. Blade Runner. Which we saw. Yep. Which we saw. Yeah. So great. Instead we'll of the see. Book. Great. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I'll read the book. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't read the I book. was great, actually. Very weird, but very great. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot more than some of his other stuff. Uh, great. Uh, does anyone have anything else to say on the creator? We'll watch this in the theaters? Yeah, go see it in the theaters before. Yeah, well, support it as much as you can. Or yeah. don't. And watch Killers of Flower Moon instead because it comes out. No, later. no, this movie needs to make profit. It does. Killers this of Flower Moon will not be hurting for money. This movie will be. I don't know. Maybe it won't. It's a three and a half hour movie. Yeah, but it's only out in theaters for a week. For like two weeks. Yeah, that's true. And then You're it's right. going straight to streaming. Dude, speaking of going to straight to streaming, four hour cut of Napoleon. Oh, let's go. It's just going to be a more, I mean. That's okay. Dude, that's okay. Just, I, actually, I have heard like not great things. <laughs> uh, that's not what I've heard. Really? Yeah. The. Uh, the flagship podcast, The Big Picture, yeah. said it's uh, stellar. Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah. from like, I've read some articles that are like, this is very like bland. Ridley Scott on autopilot, which like, Ridley Scott on autopilot is still so very awesome. Banger of a film. But it was like, it's too long for its own good. But I'm like, I'm not. I don't care. I don't care it's about for, that. It's, it's Napoleon. Yeah, it's I'll Napoleon. take all of it I can get. Yeah. yeah. You guys are definitely more excited about that movie than I am. Yeah, Shoot, yeah. I'm Mark, very excited still. Okay. But I'm just like. Another three-hour movie, and I'm gonna have to watch the four-hour version too, just because yep, I'm a for nerd. Sure. You don't have to. Ugh, no, I'm a nerd, so nah, I'm okay. Yeah, we're going to. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, we'll get all the well, because there'd be a line of people like four hours. We're watching the Anatomy of the Fall the next the week after. Yes. Kills oh the yeah. Flower Moon. Yes. Which I'm very excited for. Is that the movie besides Killers of Fire Moon? Is that the movie you're like most excited about? No, I'm most excited about the holdovers, which is I was already oh, not really? come out yet. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm, excited for the holdovers. I'm really interested in the Iron Claw. 
I'm oh. very interested in that movie. Uh, I, you texted that A24 Zac Efron? No. no I, I saw you text Two Ingredients to a great and, movie. And I've seen the I saw the trailer before. Yeah, name yeah one, you did. Name one good movie that Zac Efron was in. High School Musical, one. High School <laughs> Musical, two. High School Musical, three. Greatest Showman. I mean, he was good when he played Ted Bundy. Dirty Grandpa. Ted Bundy. <laughs> Dirty Grandpa, too. He's, he's not listening. Starring Robert De Niro. I had forgotten about that. <laughs> he is still not listed a movie that I've seen after those eight. That's fair. Um, it's not saying much. That doesn't still. mean, yeah. Second yeah, like a good actor. Yeah. I thought it was. It's gonna be good. It's I I hope. It's a twenty four. A twenty four has made a lot of flaws. Yeah, it had some misses. Name three. It, the Lighthouse. Going back, <laughs> I would probably Tusk enjoy it a lamb. little more. I don't know about Tusk. Exactly. You shouldn't. <laughs> the lamb. Oh, I've heard about Tusk. I've heard about, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 the Tusk, where it's a human becomes a yep. walrus. <laughs> yep. Not how you think. Not magical at all. Through it's surgery. <laughs> kind of like the whale. <laughs> how he becomes a whale. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it, it's going to be enjoyable. I'm going to watch it. It has Zac Efron, um, the guy who plays the bear. I forgot his name. The bear? Uh, He's in the bear. He's a oh yeah, germ. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I'm then, very interested in that movie. I'll say. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, I'm also really excited for Bike Riders. Bike yeah, Riders sounds okay. good. That I'm, movie looks I'm, like it's good. I am curious about the color purple. Mm-hmm. I'm um, not because it's a musical instead of what it yeah. is, which is not a musical. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also what about the other be, musical this year, guys? The d- Dicks, Dicks the musical. It's already out. I need it to is? watch it. I want to watch it. Oh no! I said that ironically. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I've become out on that movie. I'm really excited for Priscilla. Priscilla uh, looks interesting. Priscilla looks interesting. Um, Who's playing Elvis in that movie? Uh, Jacob Elordi. Jacob Elordi. Mm. I'm also really excited about uh, The Killer. Killer's going to uh, be good. David oh, Fincher. oh, and the Killer. Linklater. Peter. Linklater. Kid, oh, the, the Hitman. Killer. Is that coming out? The Hitman soon. The Hitman is coming out soon. It needs to find a the launch killer. platform. The ki- that's, uh, actually, I, I, I retake. Not the holdover. It's the Killer that I'm sa- most excited for. Killer looks good. Um, Hitman looks good. Hitman. A dream scenario with uh, Nick Cage looks awesome. I'm it's always going to be out on a Nick Cage movie. Yeah, you're dumb. You're dumb. Um, <laughs> you're you telling me you dumb. don't see Ghost Rider whenever you see <laughs> Nick Cage? <laughs> like, in um, the pig, I was like, that's just the Ghost Rider looking for a pig. <laughs> This movie isn't good. <laughs> the pig is amazing. The Shout out to my boy great. John Lee. <laughs> the pig is not great. Isn't there another? There's another Netflix film. There's because there's the Fincher movie. Oh, uh, May December. Oh, I'm no. actually really interested in May December. Also, I'm forgetting. There's May December. One. I'm forgetting uh, it's one. a Natalie Portman Julianne Moore movie where uh, uh, yeah, Julianne yeah. Moore plays a fa- uh, the May dis- is a. Do you know the about the middle Midwest like teacher having an affair with a thirty year old kid and gets mar- uh, yeah, pregnant? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. about them. But then Natalie Portman is an actress who like studies the 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 couple. Wait, there's a movie that you haven't said yet that I that I'm surprised you haven't mentioned yet. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting it because this was kind of like out of the blue. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, freak. <laughs> I got I got tickets. I I filled up my AMC A list and I'm like, shoot, I need to watch this and I want a ticket now, so I bought it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gosh. <laughs> For ten dollars, it's thirty percent off on like matinees. What night so, do you want to see it? Monday, uh, Monday at twelve p.m. Oh, <laughs> this Monday? No, no, no. no. Uh, oh. The Monday. I was gonna say we got plans this Monday. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, the Monday after uh, Anatomy of the Fall. Okay. Comes out. So the so 30th, three Mondays, October thirtieth. Nice. I'm, ex- I'm counting down. Oh, speaking of which, we gotta plan days. our Halloween, our Halloween event. Yeah. I have to plan it. We're, ben and I have to plan it. 
Yeah, yeah. No one knows about this Halloween event. We'll I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening. I'm just either. using an excuse to grow my hair out. No, no, <laughs> it's happening. I already cleared with Ben. We just need to put it together. We'll send out an email. Probably Ben when? will send out an email. When? What day is today? Thirty first is coming soon, dude. I okay. I got other crap on my plate right now. We got I twenty got, days. We got twenty days. Well, Ben doesn't. Yeah, Ben's got empty dude, plate. You don't know. Ben might have. I probably not. I love We're, Ben. I love. I'm ben sorry, too. Ben. Shout out, Ben. Shout out, shout out, Ben Griffin. Uh. We're meandering, which means yep. it's time to end the podcast. But it's fun. It is. <laughs> We're talking about different movies that we. I'm more excited about. Yeah, that's that's. Also, true. what do we give the creator? I gave it four and a half. I also gave it a four and a half. I gave it a cool three stars. Great. Nice, amazing. All positive reviews. I think. Yeah. yeah. Go see it if you got the time, or also check it out on streaming if you got Disney Plus. See it in the theaters. Yep. It's a theater. Uh, yeah, movie. I totally agree. Uh, yeah, next week we'll be doing uh, a physical media podcast. I'm just no, kidding. we would no, not. We're not. No, we're not. I'm not here for that one. <laughs> we're not. I mean, I, I'm starting to get into it, but no. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> wait, I'm going to wait another two months, and then we're definitely doing one. Will you, if we if we are doing it, will you reveal the amount of Blu-rays you have gotten in the past seven months? Six months. And less than that. can we get a spreadsheet of how many of those you haven't seen yet? <laughs> I don't know about that is something that I would like to see. Or a pie chart. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> or a bar chart. <laughs> uh, luckily, luckily, Letterboxd calculates that for me already, so I can give you a percentage of how much. Oh, there you go. Even yeah. better. And then you can make a pie chart for it. I will. I'll color yeah. it in with like crayons and stuff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, sure, I will do that. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know All right, maybe. pie chart coming in. Huh? Anyway, <laughs> uh, next week will be Killers of Fire Moon. So buckle up. Prepare yourselves for it. Right? That'll be next? No. No, it'll be two weeks. So no, we have to it'll find be a... this one because I'm releasing this one a week later. <laughs> Sick, great, oh, cool. All We're right. talking to the future. Hello, future. <laughs> I'm gonna release this next Tuesday, so it's Sick. gonna be great. Great. Sick. So we've taken extra time off. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, next podcast will be Kills the Flower Moon. Uh, buckle up. It's gonna be a great time. Uh, that is. Thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, thank you to Dave for producing us as always, and uh, thank you to uh, Martin Scorsese for uh, making the movie for us to really look forward to. We will catch you.